Hi, thanks for hitting play today. This is a Kaya P Design Podcast, and I am Kaya P. This podcast is for handmade entrepreneurs who are starting out and they don't have stacks in the bank. We're going to share tips with you guys and help answer all those questions that keep you up at night. So kick back, grab your notes, and let's get started. Hey, friends. Thanks for clicking play. This week, uh, we are going to talk about craft fairs. So it's me and Jules again. Hello, hello, hello. So we're going to try and hit a few highlights about craft fairs. Craft fairs are our favorite event of the year. A, they tend to be big money makers. We make a lot of money at once. B, they are great marketing opportunities because we can meet a lot of different vendors and customers at the same time. And C, it like gets us out of the house and out of the craft room because who wants to be stuck up in the craft room all the time? So we're going to start out with how to find a show. We find most of our shows on Facebook. If you go to Facebook, hit your search bar. You're going to put in craft event show group in your state. So mine is Indiana Craft is Events. Um, you're going to join. And then you're just going to start wading through the shows. Um, they will usually have a time, date, place, location, how much it's going to be. Watch out for the scammers. Um, if you find an event that you like, Call the location, confirm that they do have an event on that day, and confirm who the event coordinator is before you send any money. So some of the things that we look for when we are looking for a successful event is how many years the craft show is going. Um, uh, How often they advertise. And um, to read um, comments from people who have previously done the show. Yeah, you want to know how many times they've hosted shows, how many people are supposed to be in attendance. So ask about last year's attendance. Um, I would ask about 2019 attendance as well, since the craft shows were mostly virtual last year. So far, the craft shows have been pretty busy in our area as far as people getting out and shopping. So I think it's going to be a good season. People are itching to get out of the house last year. You know, this time we were all under quarantine, not be able to do anything. So uh, this should definitely be a successful year. Yes. So one of the other things when I think about booking a craft show um, is look and see if it is juried or not. Some people are going to just have you fill out a basic application where you just give them your business information so that they can add you to the vendor list and send out an invoice. Other ones are going to be juried where they only take so many of one kind. Um, And they're going to want pictures of your booth, your product, your website, and things like that. So if you have the opportunity to set everything up and take a test picture of your booth, I recommend that. A, because you can send it out to those juries. And B, when you're ready to set up, you'll know exactly how you want everything to look. So is that all you think that, is that all you can say about how to find a show? No, I would say um, to look for the states near you also. So I'm in Indiana. I also follow follow the Kentucky, Ohio, and Illinois craft groups because I have the ability to travel and I want to make sure that we have a broad market. Yeah. So the next thing about craft shows is how much inventory to take. I recommend taking as much inventory as you want to make that day. So if you're looking for a sellout and you'd like to make $1,000, take $1,100 worth of merchandise. 
That way, if you want to haggle with somebody, you know, I'm selling this tumbler for 60, but it's sitting around, they want it, I'll let it go for 50. You know, you want to leave yourself some flexibility, but just keep in mind how much you want to make. There's nothing worse than going to a show that's really popular. You got a lot of people and you don't have enough items. So I am a tumbler maker. When we go to shows, I take tumblers, keychains, t-shirts, and stickers. I take about 30 t-shirts, mostly extra large or above because that's the primary size that's sold in my area. I take about 30 to 40 tumblers, 10, 15 keychains, depending on what I have around. And then I take a hundred or so stickers that are broken up into bundles. Um, So have a variety of merchandise for people to look at if that's your thing. You know, if you make jewelry and you only make earrings, that's cool. Just have a bunch of different colors of earrings. Different colors, different styles. Yeah, different colors, different styles. We don't put everything out at once, but we do put out enough that our booth looks full and our best sellers. And then as they sell, we restock. That way, A, it's a manageable manageable amount of inventory. And B, you'll be able to look out for people who steal. Because unfortunately, we have had some incidents where people have stolen at shows. And, you know, obviously, we're all there to make money. So, yeah, no thieves. Um, we'll talk about uh, supplies. To yes, supplies to take. That's great. So we have a 10 by 10 tent because that's the most popular size. If you're outside. Yeah. Um, well, we could use the inside too. Oh. But anyway, so 10 by 10 tent is $50. We got ours at Walmart. You can get them on Amazon and other places like that. But honestly, the one we got at Walmart pops right up. It's and together. yeah. We've used it for two seasons and we took it camping and still looks like it's right out the package. It comes with steaks and then you can buy additional weight. I do recommend some type of weight because it does get windy out there if you are outside and you don't want no tent blowing away and knocking over your gorgeous stuff. I recommend to take tables. Um, Sometimes they'll have them for you to rent. I have rented some at a show and they were all gone before we could get to them so I recommend to bring your own tables. you can get tables for $30 at Costco they fold and have fit perfectly flat in your trunk so I recommend two of those mm-hmm. you can do a tablecloth uh, right now we have a plain black sheet like twin size that we got from Walmart and then we made our own subbed table banner but you, obviously you can order you know table banners that are customized or something like that You can get the little cute table covers that cling to it. You know, just something to cover it up so it looks nice. Um, Also, you want to, some of the, sorry, some of the supplies, um, you want to do like uh, order forms. Yeah, so you could take custom orders on the spot. A lookbook, if you have that opportunity, if you can go to Michael's and get a scrapbook for $5 and print off a collage of some of your best work. Um, I have a lot of customers who like to see the different custom cups right. we've done. Because even, I mean, even though you have inventory out there, you can't bring all of your inventory. And, you know, you've created some things that, you know, that may not be on the table. So give them an opportunity to look at those as well. Yeah. And I would say when we go to the shows, I am pretty equal for what I sell and custom orders. Uh, there's been times where I've left taking more custom orders than what I've actually sold. Right. So order forms are important. 
We recommend that you have some sort of square so that you can swipe your card. Um, you can pick those up at Walmart for $10. I have literally gone to Walmart at 7 a.m. the day before a show, like the morning of the show, to get a new card reader because we lost ours. They yes. have those available for iPhone and Android. And Android. Um, you want to make sure that you have bags, tissue paper, labels, business cards, flyers, a note about business cards and flyers. Um, we make all of our own. I'm not paying Vistaprint for nothing. If I don't have to. I mean, they are nice, but they're expensive. If you have an HP or an EcoTank, you can print your own flyers. I use a four by six index card. You get a hundred of them for 88 cents. Cost me like two cents a piece. If you check out our store, uh, I will try and add the link somewhere so that you can check out our Etsy shop. But we have an editable template um, with the online website template that you can download and build your own business card and print yourself. So if that's something you're into, definitely check out our Etsy shop. It's Kaya P Designs. So I'm trying to think. Flyers, business cards. Oh, t-shirts. If you're a cricketer, make your own t-shirt. You you are your best brand. You should be wearing your t-shirts, wearing your hats. You should be carrying your tumbler while you're out there. You want to attract all the attention you can. If you need more information on how to talk to people and how to, you know, get that branding started, check out episode two where we said it's a breaking the ice episode. And we go into depth about how to start, you know, representing yourself. Right. Yeah. So I think that's about it, really. I love craft fairs. They're awesome. And that, for that, you get to meet customers, you get to sell your items, but you also get to see what other type of small businesses that oh, yeah, we are um, in your area. So, you know, you may, there are times when we have traded you know, with people. Um, there's a lady who makes these wonderful candles that we met, at, I think like the second or third show we did. Uh, we met her there and her candles smell absolutely amazing. So we did a swap, you know, we did a tumbler for her. She gave us some of her candles. We also met someone who sells soaps and we wound up buying a lot of the soaps for, to give us Christmas gifts. So you get to see who else is out there and you may be able to do a collab. You yes. never know. So just collaborate. Keep that in mind. Collaborations while we're out of the vendor show has really been awesome for us. At our second show, we met a promoter. Her name was Anthemis, and she not only bought a bunch of stuff and sent a bunch of people our way, she kept in contact and we go to her shows regularly. Um, she now has a boutique and we are going to be putting our tumblers in her boutique soon. And we absolutely love that. Um, so if you do go to a show and take somebody with you, your grandma, your sister, your cousin, your best friend, your kids, um, so that you can make 20 minutes to make a lap around that vendor show and introduce right. yourself to every vendor, hand out a flyer that has a special vendor code Say, you know, Hey, I know you don't have time to leave your booth right now, but use this code later on after the show to check out our website. We're going to give everybody here a discount today, 10 or 15%. You know, that gives your face and gets your face out in the community because the community is pretty small. We see um, the candle lady and the soap lady at every show that we go to. Right. And they know us. We know them. They send us referrals. We send them referrals. They share our posts. We do live videos where we tag each other while we're out at these events. And it really just begins to build that 
vendor um, relationship and that marketing relationship with other local small businesses. And that's that you need that word of mouth is crucial. I've now had, you know, four or five orders from the candle girl alone. And now we're working on the subscription box so we can do my shirts and tumblers, her candles and the soap. And that'll go out monthly and everybody shares and everybody promotes the box and everybody gets a cut and everybody gets marketing. And at the end of the day, you know, free marketing is free money because marketing takes money. Right. So everybody that you can help to do that is a benefit. And I mean, most of the shows, you'll see other people there with their kids. We go to the shows as a family. So I have three teenagers, well, teenage-ish, and they go out to the shows with us. They pass out flyers. They help talk to customers. Um, My oldest son is a mini CEO. I'm pretty sure he thinks he runs our company. And he loves to talk to people about his mom's work and they're actually going to get a junior entrepreneur table at the next one where we go to and they're going to have their own little keychains and coasters and stuff so i'm excited to see what they do and yeah they're gonna have little ink pens and stuff so i'm excited and you know include your family your friends if you have a best friend who has a jewelry business include her too and then get booths right next to each other that way you can send each other uh you know customers it's all about building relationships and promoting your brand you know go live while you're there go live two or three times Ask the vendor peep the vendor promoters if they are doing vendor spotlights. That way, before you even get to the show, you can be talking to people about your business and your product so that they know to look for you. And once you've booked the show, paid for it, and it's on your calendar, you should be promoting it. Um, also, I mean, it needs to be in your stories at least two to three times a week. Hey, we have a show in two weeks. If that's a countdown. If that's a poll, hey, what color cups would you like to see at next week's show? Or, right. uh, you know, we have a show coming up for Halloween. Which Halloween T-shirt do you want to have ready to ship? Um, have people talking about your event before you even get there in order to get the best turnout possible. Exactly. And that goes with, you know, who you're doing the show with. If they're promoting, and if you're promoting... And people are seeing you, they're like, oh, what is this? You know, so they can't wait to get to to the show to come to your table. So, yeah, make sure that promoting, promotion, promotion, promotion. Yeah. That's really all that I can think about at craft shows. It's like our number one little moneymaker. Yeah, I like it. Especially Christmas craft shows. Like, I would say start with the summer one first before you try to do a Christmas, because them Christmas shows, whoo, honey. Yeah, especially crazy. Especially if you're outside. That's yeah, they get crazy. They get cold. We did one that was outside in October. It was cold. It was rainy. We both got the flu afterward, and we only made two sales. Yeah. So. So. (laughs) But we weren't the only ones, though. There were some vendors who didn't sell anything. Yeah, it was a low attendance for sure. So you know, promote as much as possible. But that's it for this week. Um, as always, please leave a review if you got something good from this show. Uh, tag your best friend that you're taking with you to the craft shows. Make a plan. Tell her to listen to this podcast so that you guys can get together and get that money. And if you have any questions, put them in the comments. We'd love to hear. 
Of course. We love y'all. Bye, guys. Bye. Have a great one. Signing off.